0: hello everybody welcome to finally another real episode of dungeon boys we are playing Dungeons and dragons this week um and i we're we're doing bryce's one shot campaign so i'm going to turn it over from here to the dm
1: first time dm that is right so you guys are going to have to bear with me keith especially (laughs) (laughs) that's a side joke y'all get later
0: uh, you'll understand (laughs) it in a minute
1: But yes, this is my first time DMing, and we are recording my first time DMing. So if you guys have any suggestions for how I can do less terribly, I will be happy to receive those. And maybe we can continue forward with some better DMing from me if we do more one-shots.
0: If you you have suggestions, the best place now is in our Discord server. You can find that by going to the Twitter page at Tank Media Games. There is a link.
1: (laughs) Right. All right. You boys ready to get it started?
0: I'm ready. i born. I'm, I'm I thought was born we were already playing. Well, also, yeah. Bryce is a DM. I am uh, Keith. I'm playing a uh, Goliath bear shaped uh, <laughs> barbarian named Winpoo.
1: Mister, I don't like homebrew.
0: <laughs> well, That's like a the, compared to the homebrew you you jabronis get into. <laughs> this is like the mildest homebrew. Hey, I've been pretty mild on my character. That's selections. true. Josh has been. Speaking of which, I am going vanilla ice cream tonight. I am playing a human, I am playing a cleric, and that is what you get. (laughs) Okay. That is what you get. And we're very excited, as you can probably tell.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's time. Yeah,
0: all two of you. (laughs) It's time. (laughs) Very excited. Yeah, but we're excited enough for like a whole crowd of people, so I mean, that counts, right?
1: I'm presently wearing a diaper. (laughs)
0: The feeling you're experiencing I have felt for 50 episodes, (laughs) Yeah, and then a year before that when we didn't (laughs) record Yeah. But you know what? I I think it's time. Yeah. We'll
1: make it fast like a band-aid. Yeah. (laughs) Slow and painful. All right. So to set the scene, the beginning of this, you want me to explain now where it is? Okay. So this... Obviously, if you watch or listen to our uh, normal Dungeon Boys campaign, you know that a third of it took place on Winifred's Waddle. <laughs> a third of it. More <laughs> well, like just
0: ten episodes. We yeah. were on that <laughs> ship for a minute, <laughs> but it was really cool. It was. <laughs> we um, made some friends. There was some combat. Yeah, I didn't expect <clears throat> a microcosm to appear in that in that ship, but a whole ecosystem really yeah. just <laughs> cropped up.
1: Um, Anyway, that ship didn't do so hot in in its later days of our uh, talkings about it. The majestic And we have two unlikely survivors are floating away from this ship. And I will set the scene for that now. As you have gone into the ocean, you hear what sounds like gargled sounds of... (laughs) crash crash before your heads are dipped underwater and the next time you resurface you've managed to scramble onto some floating debris or whatever you're holding on for dear life as waves rock everything around you there seemed to have been a storm coming up behind the ship as you were as it was making its Mm -hmm. way and you've drifted into that there's Mm -hmm. giant ten foot waves all around you crashing and splashing lightning coming down and you only see flashes you don't see each other um but you 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 feel like you're the only ones in this vast ocean okay. of turmoil and then each of you sees your own respective wave that just it just looks like it's gonna end it all and perfect it, storm yeah wave. and as it like crust you hear that whooshing oh, no. and just before it makes that clap on top of you everything just goes quiet until you hear the chirping of birds and you feel warm all over and you crack your eyes open just a little bit only to slam them back shut after the onslaught of sunlight blasts into them Mm. and you now have control of your characters to re-engage the sun in this battle of opening your eyes
0: I think I'll go swimming Uh, Wimpoon just really rips his eyes open Oh. (laughs) So are we, are we, like, nearby each other? <coughs> I,
1: neither of you have looked around or anything. I don't know. You just open your eyes. You're laying yeah, I'm looking around, on your I'll back. You around. see blue. You Perception, blue sky.
0: please. I'd like to perceive.
1: All right. Roll for it.
0: Before he perceives anything, I'm just, like, I'm searching. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking for this little notebook Okay. that I, that I, I carry with me everywhere. I'm, uh, I'm like, patting myself you down have, looking you for the
1: You've started with everything that you... Thought you would start with. All right, thank God. Thank you God. got it.
0: Thank God. Nat twenty. I'm kidding. Baby. It's five feet away from you. No. What's that? Nat twenty, baby. Ooh. Goody. Right, but this is not the role. Darn. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> There's a role that we know about that's very important. <laughs> that was. We don't what the role is.
1: It's not even very important. It's meant to be funny, okay. but it will kill them if they both get a critical fail. <laughs> Now, now a... that I know that,
0: that, that my notebook is okay, I'm, I'm opening the eyes cautiously.
1: I'm All opening right. the eyes. Perception. Go for it.
0: Boom. That is, a, that is a nat 9 right there. Wait, do I have anything for that? Yes, add a plus 4 to that. That's 13. Sweet.
1: All right, so you both recognize <laughs> the fact that you are on an island. And I take it you sit up and you're kind of looking around... All you see is the ocean right now, because that's the direction you're facing. You seem to have washed up on your backs, facing towards the ocean. And if the large bear man looks to his left, he sees a tiny human man. And the large human or tiny human man looks to his right, he sees a Goliath of a bear beast. Uh, You may have your reactions to that as you please. Are you? Are you real? (laughs) <laughs> That's an excellent fill.
0: <laughs> uh, Thank you. I brush off. I'm brushing off the like my fur, like just so. So physical description, I guess, real quick. Uh, Wimpoo is like a six, seven, six, eight, just jacked bear man. He's a Goliath <laughs> that was turned into like who look. He. It, I'll post a picture in our Discord for you to see, but just imagine a man with a bear head, but covered in like muscles and fur. He wears like. I guess I you know, hide pants and like a, a tight belt around his waist, like a big wide belt. He just looks like a, a very tribal bear man. That'll work. He's got a big axe he's got a big axe on his back. Oh gotcha. uh, I'm real. You look an awful lot like a bear. I do. Because I am awful lot like a bear. Well, worst things have happened today, so, okay, I'll roll with it. <laughs> were you also in the shipwreck? Well, yes, you, you, you were on the ship as well. I don't... I don't remember seeing you anywhere. I've never napped on this beach before. I was definitely on the ship. Well. But no one was supposed to know that. Are you going to get me in trouble for being on the ship? Look, man, there's no more shit. I, <laughs> I, I was, I'm reaching on my back for the
1: axe. No, 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 no. List. No as. need for that.
0: No need for that, friend. No need
1: for that. Oh, names. Names. Yeah. We haven't gotten there
0: yet. He's I trying know. To chop I, my head I was,
1: off. I was about to say, as I don't remember your name. Oh, turns yeah. around. I,
0: I'm look, wind no, wind no, no need for that. No, no need. Look, look. I, I'm Byron. My name is is Byron. Byron is a friend. Uh, Do not chop Byron. <laughs> no, have to talk that way. Not stupid. Not killed either. Uh, nice to meet you, Byron. Name Wimpoo. Wimpoo. Yes. I I don't think I've ever heard of the poo Win family. Wimpoo has an H on the end, so no, not a not a poop thing. Not no. Okay, that's very very good distinction on that one. I, it was. Beginning to raise a few. Crew as father was, not a poop thing in name.
1: As Byron was gesturing around to show that there is no longer a ship, he gestures pretty widely, and you both look over to see a very dense jungle mm. to your backs. And I suppose y'all stand up and take it all in. Yeah. Uh, with your 20 perception and your 15, 13. huh? No. 13. 13! 13. You see. All these plants and everything. Something looks a little bit off. Um,
0: Not the giant bear, man. There is
1: a magnificently large mountain in the middle of it all. In the middle of this island. The island is like... I don't know how to describe an island in size. It, it, if you're looking at the middle of the island, you can't see the sides of the island. Okay. But if you look around, you definitely know that this isn't part of a larger continent. It okay. is an island. That'll wait. that um, there's a large mountain coming up straight out of the middle of it and there's lots and lots of holes all around it, almost like an ant hill.
0: With my twenty perception, does there are there snow capped peaks on this mountain?
1: There are no snow capped peaks. Okay. In fact there is no peak on this mountain at all. It is flat on top. Okay. It does flat on it appears top? more like a volcano that is no longer active oh. except for one big spike coming out of the middle of it. You as humans would recognize it, looking sort of like the uh, the Washington Monument. It just looks like a big okay. pylon coming out of like the Amos. middle. Of, yeah, gotcha. Um, the strange things uh, Byron does not notice, but you with your Nat twenty notice a lot of these plants have a real glossy texture, and sometimes when the wind blows, <laughs> you see like a shiny silvery under uh, underneath all the leaves. Ooh, pretty.
0: <clears throat> this island um, is very strange. Quite. Do you know anything about this this island, Byron? I don't even know where we are. <coughs> look, 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 I, I'm getting out my notebook and I, I just start like writing things down and like jotting down notes about everything. Just how unusual everything looks. And this is just just more more evidence that that points to I'm right. I'm right and everybody else is wrong. What am I wrong about? Oh, no, no, not not you, uh, Mr. Pooh, uh, specifically, but... That's I, all right. Been wrong before. I, I, have, I have a theory. I have a theory. That this this whole world is created by just some player in a game. That's hogwash. He's found us! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that doesn't make much sense. There are gods of this world.
1: No, no, I've there is, there is, there is
0: one though, and I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I'm searching the world for, for evidence to try to prove it. I'm, I am his one true disciple. Mm. Heard that before too.
1: No, you no, think you think there are big, you, scary listen,
0: creatures on this island, Byron? Listen, I, I will prove to you. I will prove to you that there is the one, the one, the one Lord Keith, creator of all fates. <laughs>
1: You can try. I I don't care. Keith has a big goofy grin on his face while he's saying this.
0: I'm sitting there. I'm just I'm just continuing to write down like how unusual things are. And I'm taking notes on it. But do you think there are big, you know, creatures, monsters on this island? Oh, undoubtedly so. All right. Um, I was headed to the round isle to try to kill something big and and attain glory and hopefully be able to rejoin my family one day. Maybe I'll find it here. Would you like to join me into the jungle, or will you stay here on the beach?
1: I'm not staying here by myself. As you glance over Byron's shoulder, uh, because he, he has his back to it, um, sure. but as you glance over his shoulder, you see off in the distance more wreckage from the ship. Some on down the, the beach? Huh? Yeah.
0: Well, if you don't want to stay here by yourself, there might be some more people in that wreckage. You could help them. You know, that's that's a great idea. I'm going that way. Wait, are you going off into the jungle? To go and, and slay some of those 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 enemies you were looking for. Well I mean we're stuck on the island, so I guess I have time. I can come with you. All right, I'll lead the way. Thank Very good. God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I am not prepared otherwise. The
0: little old lady from Atlantis (laughs) is putting out her cigarette. We're all going (laughs) to die.
1: Alright, so you guys are going to head in the direction of the more pieces of wood and such? Mm -hmm. I think
0: that's a good idea. There's a lot of winking going on. (laughs) I'm following Byron.
1: I wasn't going to do that to you, I promise. (laughs) As you guys approach this uh, wreckage, you see that it's not really as much as you at first thought it was. It seems to be some scraps of wood, and the largest piece of debris looks like, it really looks like an outhouse turned on its side. Um, don't know why an outhouse would be on, its shipped, on a ship. Would you like to make a perception check on this outhouse?
0: Did you bring an outhouse with you? No. Do you think there's any food around in this wreckage? I'm Not for, in the
1: outhouse. Looking for food?
0: Um, I'm looking for yeah. I'm looking. I'm just examining all the wreckage with the 15. Well, no, I actually have additions. So my my actual <laughs> character pulls out a d20 that's like the size of of a, of a tennis ball.
1: You're gonna roll that on the beach? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: it. So he he's he's rolling this this dice that's the size of a tennis ball. He's like, will will the Lord bless us with with perception on this day? Let's see. <laughs> i got a 15 on that one. I
1: rolled an 18. 18 and 15. Dang! This isn't the first character I've ever played. He's rolling these numbers, but he has no (laughs) idea what they mean. Alright, so upon closer inspection of this outhouse, you see that it looks like it was once part of a larger wall. It almost looks like something, some enormous creature, has ripped a supply closet off of the ship you were on, and the supply closet washed up on the beach. And there are several apples and potatoes and sort of things like that scattered about, along with some cutlery like uh, knives, a couple ladles, stuff like that. And they kind of trail off towards the jungle as if somebody gra- gathered an armful and just hobbled away towards I want to pick up thing. a
0: couple of those taters. For the first time Byron has noticed, Wimpu goes from pretty nonchalant about this whole thing to... Pretty intrigued, rather excited. (laughs) I would like to roll a perception or whatever it would take to find jars of any kind. Oh, (laughs) 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 no. Go for it. 14. Do I notice him searching for stuff?
1: You notice... Yeah, he he seems to be like kind of kicking around sand and stuff in search of something. And
0: I'm also, while I'm searching, I'm searching fairly frantically at this point, and you can hear me go...
1: You see uh there's obviously a dark brown jar of something on the ground. Uh would you like to bend over yep, and pick I it up? Pick it up, open it. Pooh, what
0: what is what, what are you after there? I'm not paying attention.
1: He opens it and smells it and s- smells the sweet aroma of fig preserves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I so I'm <laughs> No. My 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 senses aren't attuned enough to do, be able to tell that, but I bring it in to, to close to my nose and like and I stick my snout into the the jar, and and then I pull my snout, pull the jar off my snout. And there's fig preserves all over my nose, and I like wipe it off. And like,
1: that's not it. And I hurl it into the ocean. Byron, would you like to assist him in finding jars? Me? No, 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 no. I, I'm staying out of this. But, <laughs> I don't want I don't want
0: to know what he's going to do when he finds the right one.
1: Are you talking to me?
0: Yeah. Yeah, who are you talking to?
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, I... I guess I, it fits the character. What do
0: you say? I give up on my, my search and...
1: Um, well, no. Byron backs up, like, hands up, like, no, I'm staying out, and he kicks something, <laughs> and you hear circus. a tinkling noise.
0: Mm, that was not Byron. I turn directly <laughs> to him and,
1: and, and stare at his feet. You see a gold cap with a, uh, like, a um beehive on top of the cap.
0: Byron, don't move. What? What? What is it? What is it? The jar at your feet. What? Give it to me. What? As I lick my snout. <laughs> hey, listen. You can have it. You can have it. Then give it to me. He backs up more and steps I don't want on the to jar. endanger it. <laughs> <laughs> did he, did he it really? didn't break, but he is standing on it. Byron, yeah. grab the jar and hand it to me. I, I have to bring it to you. You're a little bit frightening right now. I right, run. But, okay, okay, all right. you want to do an intimidation? <laughs> sure. <laughs> intimidation versus what? Constitution? Surprisingly, uh, uh, not very uh, intimidating. Charisma? Beer man. I hmm. roll of charisma. I got 17 on charisma. I got 18. 18. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you know what, M- Mr. Pooh, you you can have you get it. here. Let, let me here have this jar. This, well, no, I know. I'm very cautiously it. handing it to. I'm politely asking you to hand me. God, <laughs> pop it open and just... Mm, just like, a smack smack roll. smell. <laughs> just in Congratulations,
1: <laughs> Winpoo, you have found half a jar of honey. <laughs> oh,
0: perfect. Yeah, so the last thing you hear before the honey goes onto his snout is... Just a smack. Roll. <laughs> so he sucks the honey down and he's like, mm, I was very hungry. Sorry if I seemed a little bit alarmed. Um... No bother, shut <laughs> Shall we follow the trail into the jungle? Listen, you look—you lead the way this time. All right, so I'm going to get the, the last <laughs> I don't one. know if I want... You had a little yeah. madness in your eye there. <laughs> I'm going to get the last Winnie the Pooh reference out of the way just because I think it's fun, <laughs> and then I'll be done with it. So I reach on my back and grab my axe and take it into my hand. Because that's a Winnie the Pooh reference. Well, <laughs> no, and as, as you see where my hand lands on the axe, you see engraved... In a very rudimentary, almost Comic Sans font, into the handle of the the wooden handle of my axe, it reads "The Hundred Acre Wood." <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I, I pull it off my back and walk two handed axe into the jungle. I love it. I love it. I love your character. We're both playing kind of meme-y
1: ones. It's pretty yeah. fun. It it, it, it makes it easier on me. <laughs> yeah. It certainly does. Um, all right. So y'all are walking towards the jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: I'm already halfway there. Byron, did you pick up some of that food? I got a few of these potatoes. Good God. <laughs> what? You don't like potatoes? I'll go back if I get hungry. Ah.
1: Um Perception is...
0: This is a small island, I think. We just come right back. It'll be alright.
1: As you reach the edge of the jungle, one more perception. Like, this is also not the perception check. Ten. Alright. <clears throat> Eleven you hear it, he sees it cool. hey. um, you see a coconut uh, fall from this tree with the leaves with the silvery underside and as the coconut falls it as just before it reaches the ground it seems like a portal opens up and the coconut falls through and it reappears back where it was but still falling and it keeps passing through a portal every time but the portal seems to get smaller and smaller each time it passes through but this coconut is just going faster and faster and faster every time.
0: Win-win-poo. Winpoo! Winpoo! Do, yep. you, do, you, do you see what I'm seeing?
1: Until the portal finally just doesn't appear one time and this coconut slams into the ground and it shakes the whole area around it. It's <laughs> like
0: a tiny little crater. Yeah. Well, I, I just felt a coconut hit the ground and I heard a whirring sound. You f- Did you I, see that something? Felt like <laughs> a coconut. <laughs> At least Mach five.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you see? I'm not taking it back. <laughs> Did you see anything, Byron? See, yes, the coconut was just falling from the tree uh, repeatedly. Like multiple coconuts. No, 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 just one, one coconut
1: falling from the tree. And it kept going back to the top of the tree. Anybody who's played the game Portal and put a portal on the floor and on the ceiling, you have experienced this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, This seems to be a very strange island. The bottom sides of the leaves are an odd color, too. Look, it's it's dry ground. I'm, I'm happy to have dry ground right now, but I think we need to keep our eyes open. We'll see if that remains true. To everybody at home, we talked on several episodes back that... We never really use the whole paper and pen thing. I'm actually going paper and pen I a set of dice. I always and pur pen. Pen-pur. Yeah, I'm doing the pen-pur. <laughs> I've always done the app or something like that. So this time around, I'm actually doing the paper. So if I'm a little bit slower than normal, that's why.
1: All right. So you've also, with your perception checks, you have found something that looks like sort of a path leading into the jungle. Like it, there's more like sand and stuff that seems like it's kind of been kicked in that direction. And it, it opens up, there's less trees, it's all just less dense. It looks like you're supposed to go this way. Hint, hint, not dot.
0: <laughs> Mr. Bearpoo, I, I think we should just keep going into the interior. Wimpoo. Yes, mister Mr. Mr., Mr. Whim-poo. I agree. You continue to follow me if you like. Lead. You've got the big axe.
1: And as you're walking along, you hear a booming, deep majestic voice call out to you gentlemen welcome to the gauntlet of toulouse
0: oh no (laughs) that's a you gotta go back and listen to season one of dungeon boys and you understand that reference but um seems like we found our way to the gauntlet of toulouse (laughs) what's a toulouse Uh, i i don't i don't know to be, I, I was trying to think of any I, th- any, I have no idea.
1: He will be explained further in the thing.
0: Shall we? I'm following you. I don't trust this Toulouse guy. All right. Oh, we. I mean, me neither. We'll see.
1: As you guys move forward, you see a sign that appears to be written in blood. It says, enter if you dare. Would you like to make a perception check now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Byron, do we dare? Fourteen. Twenty-one!
1: Okay. (laughs) So, as you both look around, there's very obviously a big pile of leaves in a circular shape on the other side of what appears to be a wire to make you trip and fall on the circle of leaves. Uh, You recognize this as very obviously a pitfall, and if you had tripped on that wire, you would have fallen to your death inside this deep pit. You may do as you please now. <laughs> Look, a bad
0: Baron, <laughs> Byron, do you see this trap? It's probably the most obvious trap I've ever seen. Poorly constructed. Mm-hmm, I'd say.
1: Should we go around?
0: I'd slice the wire with my axe, kind of gently, just.
1: <laughs> Nothing happens. The, okay. the line just goes slack. And
0: then i push my my axe kind of into where the leaves are, you know, kind of swirl it around where the hole would be.
1: The leaves all fall into a rather deep hole.
0: It's just full of that same coconut that kept falling. We could have been—we could have been one of those leaves, Byron. It would have been a tragic fate. Around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's the thing. Is like it's just such an obvious trap. We're both like.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's got to be something more here.
0: It seems that uh, the person we are, this gauntlet, is poorly constructed. Agreed. I am not afraid. Neither am I, ironically. Interesting. What's the trap for? Obviously, it's guarding something.
1: Me. And uh, a well-built, muscular man steps out from the jungle, and he has flowing golden blonde hair, a big <laughs> chiseled chin. He said, I am Matthias Kaint." Wait, what? I, I meant to say my name... Is Matthias K- that that's not right? And he reaches up to both of his ears and he pulls forward. And as he does so, a wooden mask comes off of him, and he Aww. his his body <laughs> immediately morphs into like a fat blob. He's like, I meant to say my name is my name is Pink, Pinkerton Toulouse. I, I I found this this mask mixed in with some of the stuff on the ship. It had a booklet with it describing where it came from. Apparently, these people were smuggling artifacts of great magical power. It's supposed to be a replica of the legendary Mask of Many Faces, but it it only turns you into Matthias Cain.
0: (laughs) Not a threat. (laughs) I I don't really know any Matthias, but I... This this fellow looks like he might have been on the boat. I think I saw him in the kitchen. I never got to kitchen. Go to... Yes, on the Winifred Waddle. That was me. I was certainly not on the Winifred Winifred's uh, Waddle. No, no, he's been here the whole time. And I'm just like nodding and winking, winking towards
1: Toulouse. But you, uh, but yeah.
0: you do make a very good sausage. The
1: I do. I, I mean. mean have you m- met myself? Okay, before?
0: Fine. <laughs> fine. I was, I was, I was smuggling myself on the bottom of the on the bottom of the boat.
1: Yeah, apparently there was a lot of people doing that this time around. It was heard, straight, rather hear, strange. I heard a Pretty lot. Pretty much noise. everybody on the boat. I was <laughs> able to
0: sleep. I'm part, accidentally part bear. You see, uh, so I could I could sleep a really long time.
1: Uh, that makes sense. I. I don't really want to put on this mask anymore. It, I, I just want to be me for a little while. I guess it makes a good enough piece of armor. And he tucks it behind his belt and uses it more <laughs> like a cup. And then a robust chin forms around his groin as golden locks. <laughs> unfurl from the top of its head. And two eyes open only to wink at you. <laughs> and he screams and rips it off. And instead puts it in a bag, and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he opens his pants and looks down, and he's like, whew, I thought I might have lost the old twig and berries for a moment, but we're okay. Yeah, don't do that again. I plan not to.
0: Wimpo checks his own, and like, yep, and still got mine, too. The notebook <laughs> comes back out, and I'm just writing all this down. So, uh, what are you doing here?
1: Uh, just surviving you know um you guys want to join me back at camp there's there's more boxes of magic stuff if you guys want some i already opened my three so it's your turn i guess
0: i seek the blood of a strong creature i imagine they would help me in my quest
1: oh undoubtedly well some of them but mostly (laughs) undoubtedly i've got time You are sure why not? There's nothing
0: really else pressing going on. Listen, <clears throat> what was the trap there specifically for us? Or, oh, yes. Are you concerned about other things?
1: Well, I I don't just want anybody coming up and like taking my stuff, so I set up a a, a gauntlet of traps.
0: You will have to do better next time.
1: Wait, wait, wait. No,
0: no, wait a moment. You you said there's a gauntlet of traps.
1: Yeah. The Did tripwire? And the pitfall. Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know what what constitutes gauntlet. I think that was it. Mm. You have to do better next
1: time. Well, hopefully I won't be here long enough for next time. I have been working on a raft to try and get out of this place. A raft? Yes. As I said, join me at camp and we'll go over some of this stuff. Lead the way, my man. Lead the way. And... Pinkerton Toulouse whom we m- originally met as dungeon boys on the Winifred's waddle was the chef's er, the cook the ship's chef yes. Ship <laughs> and he made uh he made many a potato dish with our valiant <laughs> jack law yeah um <clears throat> so you follow him back to his camp and you do see a raft that seems to be nearing completion. Of course, it's in the middle of the jungle, so you don't really know what's going to happen with that. So, uh, welcome to, uh, Casa de Toulouse. How long was I asleep? I I don't know. Wait, uh, Pink, Pinkerton, Pinkerton, is that your name? When when did, how long have you been here? I'd say probably two weeks now. I know you may think that's a long time for you to be out, but it's really not that strange. Well, of course it is strange, but this whole island seems to be strange. Time doesn't work quite normally here.
0: Yeah, and the leaves are funny.
1: Yes, I don't know what that is. It seems to be a mutation that's on just about everything in the island. Everything's a bit strange. I take it you saw some of the coconuts? I did hear a rather large boom as you were approaching.
0: Byron's saw.
1: We did- we did see
0: the- yes, that was unusual. Well, It went down in my notebook for sure. This is, is not like part that. of the natural world, I'm telling you.
1: Observe. This is a dessert I made with coconut shavings from one of those portal-traveling coconuts. Here, have one. And it's just like a plate of, it looks like little lemon squares with shaved coconut on top. Winpoo, you eat it.
0: Winpoo grabs all of them from the plate. And like
1: As you reach towards your mouth, you hear a crackling noise, and all of them, like your hand just closes on nothing, and you look back at the plate, and they've all returned to the plate.
0: Well, this is not a funny joke.
1: It's not. But... I spent hours making these, and I look super good, and they never get moldy or anything, but I can't eat a single one. It's been here since I got here. A true curse.
0: Truly, truly torturous. Could this be from your god that doesn't exist? Obviously. Well, no, 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 he obviously exists. How can you explain something like that? This is not natural at all.
1: He has a point. It doesn't seem very natural to me.
0: Obviously, there's some sort of a person that's treating this whole thing like a a game of sorts. Well, so do you want us to help you move the raft to the ocean or something?
1: It's not quite complete yet, and as you can see, it's getting a bit dark, and that's when the creatures come out. Ooh, creatures. And what what kind of creatures? They're sort of insect-like creatures. They have wings and faces like praying mantises, but they're as large as some of the tallest men I've met. Ooh. Maybe not quite as large to, as you.
0: Byron kind of leans over to, to Winpoo. Um, Winpoo, aren't insects normally attracted to figgy preserves and honey and... Things that are dripping from your face. Yes. Wimpoo protect you, though. Never oh, good, wood. good, good. Never That's met wonderful. bug. could not squish.
1: Now, I say that these plants are infuriating, but they do have a couple properties that you can make use of. Like these. I made these bags out of coconut husks. Observe. And he takes uh, one of the... Like, he has a giant... I didn't describe him very well, but he has a giant ladle on his back that was definitely used for cooking for mm. hundreds of people at a time, <laughs> but is now more of a war mace. <laughs> and he takes this coconut husk bag that he has, and he puts the entire ladle inside of it. Mm. As you can see, there's definitely no way this ladle could fit inside this bag. But of course, it does. And he takes it back out. Lucky, luckily for you, I have made several and he hands you each your own spatial coconut bag. <laughs> See, I told you, it's just further evidence.
0: None of this makes any sense. Neither does your god. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so I'm taking my little coconut bag. And I very cautiously put my dice down into it. Does it like disappear?
1: Um, The further you reach in, you almost feel it like shrink until your fingers are just touching each other and is no longer in your hand.
0: Should I take my hand back out.
1: As you take your hand back out, if you're thinking about the dice, you feel it sort of reforming in your hand as it gets wider and larger. It seems to shrink as it goes in and get larger as it comes out.
0: Oh, this is going in the book for sure. <laughs>
1: Uh I guess I can show you to those magic items that if you guys still want some.
0: Sure, sure. sure. Listen, while while we're on the way, how is it that you've lasted so long against these uh, buggies in the night?
1: Well, maybe you should get your magic items first and I will show you what I found. Oh. So Winku
0: just jams his bag inside of his little satchel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just watered bag up bag a bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So
1: I got a list of the twelve crates that are still there.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, just wants to roll for them. The crates of magical items.
1: Yes. Uh, magical item crate. I will read right, the names right. of them, and you guys are welcome to ask me what a one in particular is. There's okay. two of them. You have two each that definitely fit your characters pretty well. Ooh. And then your third item can be any of the remaining number okay. of them.
0: Bryce has, Bryce has briefed us before this, but there are twelve magical items, right? Correct. And then we're we are to take three each.
1: Twelve minus him. the three that Pinkerton Toulouse has already right. okay. okay. So
0: there's nine.
1: So, I guess I'll do it as Toulouse here, I'll just read off the items uh, that I have found, and I'll go ahead and tell you the first three are the ones that I chose. Number one was the mask of Matthias Cain. Human wizard's failed attempt at recreating a god-crafted artifact. Um, the mask maxes out all stats of the wearer, but you can only turn into Matthias Cain. <laughs> uh, For external use only. The second one was a rather strange instrument. It didn't appear to be magical at first. It was just simply labeled the Desert Eagle. <laughs> and the only description given was all men, all men will come to fear the roar of the Desert Eagle.
0: <laughs> What's it look like?
1: It looks like a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> He'll demonstrate it later. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> And the third item I chose was called Gordon's Tasting Spoon. <laughs> if the wielder eats anything with this with this spoon, he will know how to recreate its recipe perfectly.
0: That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> oh, Gordon. Gordon. I came up Tasting with all spoon. of these
1: items today. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. The golden Except eagle? Except for the mask. Huh? The golden eagle? The desert eagle. The De- desert eagle, yeah. Um, yeah. All of these. Um... The rest of the items are the spell drinker's Mace, the Warmaster's ma- war Head of Great Axe. Ooh, uh, what's that do? The Head of the Warmaster's Great Axe, uh, it is an axe that you can put on any handle. As an action, make a strength check and every point beyond 10 is equal to one foot of travel of the axe head.
0: Just put it on the other end of your <laughs> axe handle. <laughs>
1: It's, it says that the end of the axe is locked in with the head, and it will extend as if the hilt of your axe is extending, but only in a straight line. And at the end of your swing, it will return to the axe handle.
0: So it gives me more range.
1: Yeah. Um. Just so I can explain this to you, I didn't write it all down, sure, but like, if you swing this axe head... You roll a d20 and you add your strength modifier, and every point above 10 is a foot of travel. So, if you want to get to like, uh, if you want to hit an enemy that's like eight feet away, then you have your regular five feet of swing and you need at least three points more to hit him. Okay. And it will hit him. Okay. But at the end of your swing, it will return to you like absolutely there is nothing that will stop this axe head from returning to you okay. so if you put the axe head and handle on either side of a mountain then it will pull through the mountain to get back mm. it will take the path of least resistance whether it needs to pull the handle towards the axe head or the axe head towards the handle so if you swing it over like a cliff or something and hook it on you will be the axe handle will be pulled towards okay. the head and cool. you can use it almost like a indiana jones whip gotcha
0: uh, kind of Wimpoo definitely reaches for that, and you can continue writing them down. Okay.
1: The next was uh, uh the next item were <laughs> the ghost striders. The next were the titan striders, the fresh air ring, the toy soldiers, the stamp of the stubborn mule, the ever flame candle, and the elder dragon egg. I was trying to write them down,
0: but <laughs>
1: <laughs> my bad.
0: So what do we got? Ghost
1: Rider, Titan Strider, okay. Air Freshener. Do you want me to just go through them? Yeah. Okay. The Ghost Striders, uh, it, it, that was supposed to be funnier than it actually yeah. is. Supposed I, to got like you. Ghost, I got you. Ghost Rider. I, I missed it before. I'm go, sorry. The Ghost Striders uh, are boots that allow you to teleport up to the distance of your movement speed at the cost of your movement speed you cannot travel through any areas you yourself could not pass through such as through fences or under doors effects of difficult terrain still apply is like if your movement speed is cut in half by an area your teleport distance is cut in half by that area as well uh movement or er, momentum is not carried through the teleport you can't be like in the middle of a jump teleport 30 feet and then continue the rest of your jump to get over great distances ok
0: cool. How about
1: the... But also it works, I suppose, like the grappling hook from uh, Just Cause. Since your momentum isn't carried, you can fall from a plane and teleport <laughs> to the ground and not take fall damage. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the Spell Drinker's Mace, if the wielder uses this mace to kill a creature previously hit by a spell... The wielder regains a temporary, either gains a temporary spell slot or regains a spent spell slot equal to the spell used on that creature.
0: I think I want to reach for that one.
1: All right. So as you reach for the crate, it opens to you. You take it out, and the crate closes behind it.
0: Okay. So remind me on those rules again.
1: You, if you hit a creature with a spell, or if a creature is hit by a spell. Right. You may kill if you kill that creature with the mace, has to be finishing blow has to be done with the mace. You regain the spell slot if you did it, or you gain a temporary spell slot if it was somebody else's spell.
0: So it has to be the target of a spell and a melee attack? If it's been hit by a spell Ever. at all. Yeah. Okay. And I and I KO with the mace. Correct. I get a spell slot back. Correct. Okay, I got you.
1: Of equal measure.
0: Okay, after whatever the spell yep. was cast,
1: you can't okay. you can't cast a level one spell and then get a level two spell slot back.
0: Got it. All right, I got spell drinker mace.
1: All right, um, the Titan Strider boots uh, decrease fall damage down to one fourth, but quadruple height and distance of your jumps. Oh.
0: Wimpoo probably used that. Yeah. Are they your size? Wimpoo hates shoes.
1: <laughs> I guess, in essence, the ghost striders and the titan striders are rather similar.
0: He pulls them on. <laughs> you, you take one. I'll take the other. Whichever is your preference. Ah, uh, Wimpoo, take the jumpy ones. Mm, I'll take the the. I'll take the teleporty ones.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. The rest of the items are the fresh air ring. The Toy Soldiers, the stub- Stamp of the Stubborn Mule, the Everflame Candle, and the Dragon Egg. Any of those sound interesting to you?
0: Tell me about the mule, Toulouse.
1: The Stamp of the Stubborn Mule. Any object, any inanimate object stamped with this stamp is it gains the ability to move, but only if you convince it to. Its <laughs> strength is equal to that of a mule. It has a DC-12 charisma.
0: That sounds dumb.
1: Either of you want it?
0: <laughs> I don't <Okay>. know. <laughs> we'll wait on that one. <laughs> that's Wimpy telling you it sounds dumb. I think it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool item, but I'm yeah. like, oh, wait a minute now. Uh,
1: I'll just go through the rest of them. Yeah, the fresh air ring yeah. provides a single breath of fresh air to the wielder and refills after one hour. Oh, I ain't going to that one. Are yeah. Cool. Fresh so air ring. There's your that's, three. That's, that's, that's all three? three items. Yeah. The remaining ones are the toy soldiers, the stamp of the stubborn mule, the ever flame candle, and the dragon egg. What's in the egg? A dragon, I suppose. <laughs> it likely won't hatch for at least another thousand years, it says.
0: Is it really hard? Probably. I'll take it. I <laughs> it's <What's laughs> why I didn't
1: make an omelette out of that bad boy. The toy soldiers, uh, is... It's it's a collection of three toy soldiers. One is the Troop Scout. It scouts ahead 100 feet searching for enemies and returns if it encounters any. The second is the Mage Scout. Searches ahead for any magic items, magic barriers, or any use of magic and returns to you if it finds any. And the third is the Trumpeteer. It can be paired up with either or both of them and it will actually signal to you if either of them encounter one of those things. Mm,
0: That's pretty cool. We both have three, though.
1: You have three? Oh, you took the, the dragon egg. Yeah. God, that was. I, I put that in there as like the stupid thing that nobody's obviously <laughs> going to want.
0: <laughs> I have <a> low intelligence.
1: <laughs> um, the Everflame candle's candle is the last one. It's Wind just. Poop. I'll wait. It's just a five <laughs> foot radius candle. Um, has uh, no heat is produced by the flame. Um, it just illuminates your area. Is it?
0: That- Will gotcha. you um tell me about those boots one more time?
1: Yeah, one fourth fall damage, but quadruple jump. Okay. And yours allow you to teleport anywhere within your movement range. Right,
0: without actually moving
1: there. Correct. Gotcha. So, um, if you're in somebody's area, then teleporting out, they still get an opportunity of attack. Mm-hmm. But if you like pass through their area with your teleport, like you start here and end here, but they're here, you you don't trigger that. Because you teleported to the other end of it. Cobain's.
0: Cool oh, Would that have, boots, Sorry. Hmm? Would that have... Yeah, I'm putting on boots. We're, we're like, both sitting there. We're, like,
1: putting yeah, on, on cool. these boots and <laughs> How are we on time?
0: Uh, we're, um, I'll, I'll give you that silently as we pass through. The mighty wing. I mean, like, wink.
1: where are we now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> No meta. When do we <laughs> speak of no meta? All right. Well, this is all part of the cosmic game.
1: I yeah, know y'all were about to say something to each other before I asked that.
0: I just it on my boots. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I oh, I was going to ask you actually, in, out of character, um, would that, would that uh, do anything for attack of opportunity since I actually don't move away?
1: no like you preparing to get away they get that attack of opportunity while you're like if you're leaving their area they still get an attack of opportunity but if you're passing like if your teleport would go through that area because you teleport in a straight line right you can't teleport where you can't see right uh, if you <coughs> if I'm teleporting past Keith, he doesn't get an opportunity attack. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. Indeed. So I can
0: get past somebody without doing the attack of
1: opportunity. But if you're you're already in their area and you go to leave it through teleporting, even so, you still get they still get attack of opportunity. Down
0: with that. Okay, that'll work. Wimpoo grabs his axe, his great axe, and he's sitting on like a log and puts his both of his feet on the bottom end of the axe head and grabs the handle and and pulls the handle out, and then like kicks that head to the to the side, and jams the the uh, the handle down into the new axe head. Wasn't Sweet. that some sort of family heirloom?
1: All the no. rust that was on the uh, new axe head that you got along the edge—it was very little to begin with—but mm-hmm. it all flakes away, and now it's like a shiny, super sharp edge.
0: He takes his, his, the axe and like rubs it against some of his fur. Doesn't he get shaved off? Hold they on. they almost like Falls pop
1: off, off. like okay. it, it doesn't it doesn't even you don't even feel any drag or resistance it's like they're getting out of the way of this blade
0: oh wimpoo does love magic blades yes I'm sure you do hopefully you'll be able to use it against some bugs tonight I've wanted Looking to see that one in action
1: it. you want to give it a test swing. Sure. <laughs> I'll show you my weapon if you do. <laughs> I'm gonna—I just like <laughs> grab it with like and
0: swing it up into the, the air, knowing that it like extends. I guess. Mm. <laughs> well, no, I have an—I have modifiers. Yeah. So an attack roll would be ooh, nice. Uh, eighteen. So it goes eight feet. <laughs> yeah.
1: So oh, it hooks onto a leaf and it tears the leaf back as it comes down. That's pretty cool. But of course, it does use an action to make that strength check. So if you have a extra attack, you can't use extra attack and that at the same time.
0: So, I, so I'm so i going to attack to hit, and then I roll the, the other roll?
1: No. Using that feature of it is your action. Okay. It's like okay. attacking with a spell or whatever. That is your whole action. Got gotcha. you. You can use it like a regular axe. And without having to do that. Correct.
0: Cool. There you go. Yeah, I have to say, it actually does seem like that might be useful.
1: We'll see. Would you like to see the weapon I took from the crate?
0: Based on what you just showed us earlier, I am intrigued. Very much.
1: It only gives me three shots a day, but I normally only need two at night because there's only ever two waves of enemies. Dear God, there's two of us. (laughs) So I suppose I can show you the third extra shot that I'd have. And he points it at a tree. And it just looks like a desert eagle? It looks like a desert eagle. Like very, very shiny chrome desert eagle. And he pulls the trigger and you hear a click. And, and a giant fiery eagle j- like juts forward out of the uh, oh, end man. of the barrel. And it grabs onto the tree and rips it out of the ground as it shoots up into the air. Oh man. And just as it's about to go too far for you to even see anymore, an explosion occurs. <laughs> and it is just... It has vaporized the tree. There's not even debris to fall anymore.
0: Wimpu has a hand over his eyes looking up at t- into the sky. Byron's looking down at the candle. <laughs> <laughs> why
1: couldn't we have gotten here first?
0: <laughs> I wish we did.
1: It seems that I can only hit one target at a time with it, but all others... I guess it goes back to its description. All will fear the roar of the desert eagle. Any enemies who hear the sound run away in terror. I fear it. <laughs> I ran away a little bit. So when do the bugs
0: get here, Toulouse?
1: <laughs> uh, it'll be no. any moment now. The sun is starting to set. Mm. You might want to get ready.
0: Are <clears throat> you always ready for battle. out of work.
1: So you're all pretty well caught up on what your items do, everything like that? Yeah.
0: Cool beans. Um, Mr Toulouse, um do you fight these things off every night? Like when do you have time like do you work on the little you know, little raft during the daytime?
1: Like Yes, I've been How long have you been awake, I've, man? I build what's his voice? I build the raft during the daytime and then just at dawn, which I didn't get my nap in because I had to greet you fine folk. Um, I get a good power nap in at that time, and then at night I defend the creatures, or fend off the creatures, I should say. And I'm glad you reminded me about the raft. Uh, The creatures usually come in two waves. First a sort of scouting party, and then a more uh, beefy party. I like to call them the bruisers. They will come later. Uh, playing Divers, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the raft is pretty well done. I think tonight might be the night. I think after the second wave comes, we could probably leave this island. And he takes his spatial bag and he puts it on the corner of the raft. And it slowly shrinks into the bag. <laughs> and he puts it... Over his shoulder.
0: It's like a python swallowing a pig kind of thing. Yep.
1: (laughs) Those are very useful. Indeed. And he pats it. I'm both impressed and frightened. But it wouldn't do for us to try and get out there right now, as they would no doubt catch up to us as they can fly. And if they destroy our sail, we'll be dead in the water.
0: It's been eight, maybe more days since I've killed something. I didn't really... Is it, is, it, is it soon? Yes. Will the bugs be here soon?
1: Uh, Please give roll. this
0: man something to kill soon. <laughs> I need it. So are we going into 14.
1: the darkness? Uh, yeah. The sun is now setting. It is. It is getting rather dark. And
0: we're in the same area where the magic items had been living. Had been living. Living. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, Toulouse. Uh, you hear some skittering in the forest. And some rather loud thumping. He's like, oh, that's a new one. <laughs> Whoa, a and new he one. begins uh, grabbing all of the wooden debris and stuff from building the raft, and he's throwing all the extra wood onto the fire. And mm. it's just making a huge pit. Do either of y'all have night vision? Yeah. You have dark do vision? do not. You do not. I do not. Okay. Well, <laughs> For this. For once in my life,
0: <laughs> I have more vision than someone. <laughs>
1: As he loads all this fire, all this firewood onto the fire, it builds a pretty good, it's uh, pretty good stack, and now you can see a good thirty feet around this fire. Nice. Like, uh, and, and he says, "Now that we don't have to defend the raft because I'm carrying it, we only have to defend ourselves and each other. And once we make it through this night, we're home free."
0: Toulouse, please don't shoot me with the eagle. I won't. I'll have to save that for the enemies. Please don't shoot him with the eagle. You'll just make him mad. i, I mean, just yeah, accidentally is what I—I I mean, don't accidentally shoot me with it.
1: I intentionally. I mean, yeah, bring it on. I but. only have three shots. I try to be as careful with them as possible.
0: I lean over to Byron and say, "We must protect the the fat one." Agreed. He's got the raft. If there's going to be any way to get out of here, it's going to be on that raft. Well, are you capable in Battle of Byron? Oh, gods, no.
1: Alright, this is going to be mm. my first time ever running combat, too, so... Again. You've
0: got the big shiny chopper. Yeah, I'll, I will deal with them. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I'll see if I can protect the, um, Chaluse. I think that's a good plan.
1: Alright, guys. I, I think it's about time now. The first wave should be coming in any minute. We'll try and fend off the first wave, and then the second wave will be coming. Those won't be as easy to beat, so I'm going to fire the Desert Eagle at the second wave, and they, will, they should all scatter into the jungle. That should buy us enough time to get down to the beach and the raft in the water. Are you ready?
0: Sound like plan. I like it. It's a plan, but this all sounds very coordinated. Is that not what plan is? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you hear the flap of insect-like wings, but larger than you've ever heard them before. And the first creature lands before you just into the light. And oh, great Keith, protect us. <laughs> it looks like a humanoid praying mantis, but it has, like, dragonfly-type wings.
0: Yeah, that's kind of cool. Nice.
1: And they all have what appear to be rather... uh. Sort of tribal-looking spears. They all have okay. like jawbones that have been sharpened on the end, mm-hmm. on the end of the spear nice. shaft. Nice. And let's roll some initiative. Let's so initiate spatially, initiative.
0: just so I can think about it, we're in a, a circle with a fire in the middle. Yes. Thirty-foot radius. There's darkness. Where are, I picture, like, we're at three points on mm-hmm. a triangle at this point. Or Byron, are you close to Toulouse? Um, um, I'm kind of hanging back, closer toward the fire with Toulouse. Okay.
1: So I guess y'all, uh, Pinkerton, Toulouse, like this this way is the beach, this way is the big scary mountain. Got it. Okay. Um, I guess Pinkerton is facing towards the big scary mountain. He has the fire and the direction towards the beach to his back.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm with good old Pinky. All right. I imagine I'm to their left, probably. You know. All right. A few feet away, ready to do battle. So
1: the other dungeon boys are on either side of Pinkerton Toulouse, also facing towards sure. the mountain towards of, the of the
0: island. Head on a swivel, yeah, but yeah. Looking, gotcha. at the, looking at the locusts.
1: All right, well, the first one has landed on the edge of the circle. Oh. Uh, It appears to have gone in a straight line straight from the mountain, and okay. it is right there in your view. Dang. Uh, I got the old 16 on the initiative
0: that we're initiative?
1: Um, roll a perception first. Ooh.
0: 21. All
1: right. What are the rules on dark vision again?
0: Do, 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 I'll tell you.
1: I'll go ahead and say PC since you have 21 uh, perception, you both hear that there are... F- oh, I don't have dark vision. He does not have dark vision. Excellent.
0: I accidentally almost built a goblin earlier instead of a goliath, and he had dark
1: vision. Ah. Uh, you both... Certainly hear more than this one visible locust, but you cannot see them as they are outside the firelight. I'm glad you don't have dark vision, because this is how I pictured this going. Okay, cool. I
0: hear more than one. Do not let him fool you.
1: (laughs) Do what now? He, more than there's more than one locust creature. There's yeah. like a bunch of them out in the woods We both had twenty one, so yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Wimpoo didn't know that you also heard it he's a dumb bear man. Oh <laughs> y'all I mean, both at me Alright, so yeah. It seems to be coming from everywhere. No worry. We're gonna have to be careful here. Okay. Don't worry. You've got the ladle. I'm sure it's um
1: handy in some way. Not as handy as the Desert Eagle, but. You can only use that so many times! That's true. Alright, uh, initiatives.
0: 14. 16.
1: And I will roll the Toulouse. Ooh. Very
0: bad beatboxing at the section.
1: Mm-hmm. Pinkerton toulouse got a 17. I don't really have a character built up for him because he's not going to do much, but... Swing that ladle boy. Swing his ladle and shoot his gun. Hey. And the gun does not have any modifiers. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Bryce, don't show us the sausage and the casing separately. Just serve us the sausage. That's right. <laughs> Put it on that plate. That is fair. And bring it out Br- fresh and hot. Just, just serve the audience the sausage at least. You right. can let us see it. I don't want to see that. Oh, yeah, I don't.
1: I don't want to say that. Um, Keith, I'm gonna need you to roll again.
0: What about a eighteen? All right, Hey, now. Hey now, this is what D and D is made of, math and writing. For everybody at home, it has been a hot minute. We, it has we have been a hot not minute. played in a while. That's right. It's also Bryce's first time DMing. This is round of applause. Doing good. Doing we're good. Gonna, Golf claps win. all around.
1: Am I doing okay so far? Are it's you all sure? good? Yeah. It's I'm all having
0: good. I'm accidentally passing into stumps British voice every now yeah. and again. You
1: did that like very early on. I was like, ooh, Keith is gonna get stuck in this and he's gonna keep <laughs> doing it a bit. <laughs> he's in a stump hole. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm
0: trying not to, but it's happening.
1: Tell you what, join us on the old Discord. Let us yeah. know how we're doing. Alright, we're gonna try that and see how it goes. We might get an in... Okay. Do you guys wanna i feel like this is a pretty good stopping point don't you let's do it let's do it
0: so this will be the i'm sorry we made you sit through the, (laughs) the, the battle preparation uh to get to the end of the episode but this is the end of the episode we will get back with you in the on the next week to find out how this combat uh happens bryce is doing a good job like josh said go find us on our discord server uh, you can find that at Tank Media Games on Twitter. There is a pinned tweet where you can click the link to get into the Discord server, and you can chat dungeon with boys with us all day, every day. Um, Go so ahead, we dare you. Next week, we you. you will see more of Byron Pinkerton Toulouse and um, Winpoo. And Wimpo almost said <laughs> stump. Uh, and we will see you then. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to share us with your friends, write a review, that kind of thing. And we will see you next time. Please remember that we love you very much.
1: Bye. Toodles.